New Pod World Order. Hey, fuckface, you want to get by me? There's only two things stopping you. Fear and common sense. And I'm going to cut your fucking head off. Fucker, you knock my teeth out! We return from the depths of the bad man With a gun and a knife and a waistband Went to war with the devil and Shaytan He wore a bad toupee and a spray tan So high now, hoping that I land On a tight stick, moving through Thailand On the radio, heard a plane hijacked Government being that like the cook crack I'm moving the world of conspiracies Obey no rules, I'm doing me Smoke kush transport to the airport Customs found a joint in my passport Full cash and I gave him what he asked for God damn it, it's a motherfucking miracle Small bride made it back into America Hit Uber and maneuvered out the area Rhyme animal, pit bull terrier Rap terrorist, terrorized, paired up Brought gas in the matches to flare it up Militant Michael, Michael, psycho On any ally or rival Born black that's dead on arrival My job is to fight for survival in spite of these all lives matter as white folks. This is spiritual warfare that you have been dealing with. This is not a fight that you have been dealing with flesh and blood, but this is a fight against principalities and evildoers and unclean spirits. RTJ3 motherfuckers. I saw it on my SoundCloud, right? Yeah. So I started playing it. And you know how it does a little thing where it's got the guy doing the this is not to get flesh and blood and all that stuff. Yeah. And then it goes... Like the phone, I'm like I thought you hung up on me <laughs> because I wasn't talking to you. I was listening to the song, <clears throat> and I was like, "Hello." You were like, "Yeah," and then Op came on and starts <laughs> rapping. I was like, "Oh man, that's cool." It really threw me for a loop. Everybody likes Run the Jewels. That's like when you're listening to a song, and it's got like the police siren. Oh, and you get scared. Oh, no. <laughs> You're like, is, is, is one behind me? Yeah. You're like, wait, are my lights out? Oh, no. It'll have you questioning stuff. You know it's not even wrong. I had that situation the other day. With a police my, No, I was on my way. And I, I know I'm not doing anything bad. And I'm on my way to go take jazz, or go pick Jasmine up from school. Right. And this cop flips at like where Pershing meets camp. That's when they pull a 180 in the middle of the street. Yeah, like by Kiwanis Park. Yeah. I seen him flip. Yeah, I hate that. He, he turned and then he flipped. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, I guess he's going to get somebody else. Yeah. So I'm steadily just driving down Kiwanis. I get to that, that stop. I turn right. He follows me right. I turn yeah. left. He follows me left. I, I turn hate left. That, he follows dude. me left. And I turn right. And he followed me right. That. And I went through like two stop signs. And then I see like three cop cars at this house. And I'm like, oh. But what? But are, I didn't even. Have, I wasn't even doing anything. Yeah, I know. But what is the likelihood that you would have turned the right way and that you <laughs> ran upon this crime scene? Where all these cops. Yeah, see these cops are like, it's daylight, and they like have their guns out with flashlights, mm. like underneath things. I was like, it's perfectly sunny outside. What are you doing? That's nuts, man. I bet he was. I bet he was getting really freaked out. 
casino where he was supposed to go, and all of a sudden this guy he's behind is, is anticipating every one of his moves, <laughs> and then you drive off suspiciously. <laughs> he's like, get that guy's number. You know what my move is? Where is it? I try and pull into a uh, like a fast food place if that happens to um, me. Why? Why fast food? Because I want witnesses. <laughs> if anything happens. I know they got cameras there. I know they got people there. I need somebody to, you know, get the video. Really? Yeah. Now, I mean, mainly this is because my car, my inspection has been out for so long. But I finally got it up to date and everything. But even still. Like, I had one guy follow me from my house. Like, I live far away from Chick-fil-A, and that's where I was going. Yeah. But, uh, I can't remember if I was uh, if I was out of inspection or not. I was probably I was probably out of inspection. Let's just say I was. <sighs> so I'm, like, trying to hit some uh, back roads, but he keeps following me, and I'm, I'm staying under the speed limit. Not trying to go too slow to where he's thinking, like, oh, this guy's trying to... Avoid <laughs> me. Yeah, he's trying sure. to be unsuspicious, right? So I would, like, put my blinker on, like, way before I got there so he would know I wasn't, like, trying to dip on him or anything like that. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to remain as cool as possible. And he follows me all the way into Chick-fil-A. And I get in line, and he just drives by, and he's looking at me or whatever. And I'm, I am throw my hands up, like, what? What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> I know you got drugs. I know you got guns. And then he, he drove off, right? Parked at the Best Buy. That's right down there. <laughs> and waited for me, bro. So I pull off, right? He's probably running your your twenty eight twenty nine. Yeah. Well, I don't know why he didn't pull me over. Your license plate. I guess I wasn't. It'll let you know if they're not if they're not uh, they don't have insurance and all that stuff, right? Yeah. It, it comes back either confirmed or unconfirmed. Okay. So yeah, I must have had it then because. If that's what he was doing, he would have got me. <laughs> but he followed me all the way, basically almost all the way home, out of there. That's horrible. I can't believe it. Yeah, but that's that was my incident the other day. I was super frightened. I was like, I know I'm not going to get pulled over right before I'm taking her to pick her up from school. My brother was telling me one time, he got pulled over by the, uh, you know, that South Park place, that trash place? Yeah. So the guy makes him, puts on his lights, so he he drives down to his place, the little trash place, and he stops. And then he's, like, sitting in the car, like, the whole time, right? He's sitting there for, like, five minutes. He's never even come up to his window. <clears throat> so the guy, like, you know, all of a sudden, he's like, my brother's getting, he's getting pissed. He's like, man, what is this guy doing? Why don't he come over and talk to me? What's the deal? And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the, like, he... The guy, the cop kicks the door open and he gets out. He's got his gun drawn. He's like, let me see your hands. <laughs> and my brother's like, whoa, well, whoa. Because he looks like an ogre. No, he was like, whoa, man, what's going on? And like, he still got his window down. The guy's like, hands, put him on the steering wheel. So what happened was, uh, like, like I was there when he got this truck. He got it from a dealership. Everything's yeah. good. It was paid off and everything. But something like, he said when he ran his truck, it said it was, uh, I'm trying to remember what it was, like crushed or demolished or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, sometimes you get those. Yeah, and he, and he didn't know what he was up to. And my brother, he's like, you need to get out of the car. Move very slowly. And my brother's like, I'm moving slow, sir. I'm just going to use this hand to open my door. <laughs> and then he got out. 
and that's what he told him about. And he said he was just being like real skittish with him. Like even when he put up his gun, like he still had his hand on his gun. Yeah, because <clears throat> he didn't know what he was dealing with. Yeah, that's nuts, man. That's all it took. One little false code could have been it. It's horrible. It's horrible, man. Police oppression. <laughs> this is episode, what, 37? That's what I was about to look for. Just Wait, it's, I think it's 37 because last week was 36 because we thought it was 37, but then it was 36, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Sticking with Stucky, I'm Tim. Chris. Song was Run the Jewels, uh, Talk to Me from their new upcoming album. Run the Jewels 3. Ooh. RTJ. Which now you can actually go to the RTJ website and pre order it if you want. All the test presses are gone though, so you can't get those. Oh man, for so, real? Yeah. Well, they're free anyways. They get out, they, they put out their music for free. They put out, yeah, they put out the CDs. And, well, but if you want, like, the vinyls free. and stuff like that. Yeah, but if you want the test press vinyl. And all the goodies that comes with it. Yeah, those things are almost gone. Like, they got one that's 100 bucks that I wanted to get, but I can't get because I don't have the money. But it comes with a T-shirt, a CD, MP3, and then you get the four LP set that comes with the instrumentals with the, the album. Oh, man, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I know. I just want that instrument. If you get the instrumentals, you're not eating it. You're gonna have to let me have those. It's got the or like burn it for me or something. It's got the gold hands. Yeah, I like how they switched it up. Yeah, I really want that. I may just have to get that. You can just get the the album. You can just pre-order the album that has the instrumentals in the thing. Bro, I follow Killer Mike on uh, NLP. But the album's gold. But like, I've seen the weirdest people doing their little symbol, (laughs) the gun and the chain. (laughs) Like, one of them was, I think it was, like, Joe Namath. It was, like, really weird. <laughs> I was like, you got Joe Namath doing the Run the Jewels song? Yeah. They're big <laughs> everywhere. It's kind of like how JD was big in Japan. That's weird, man. But every one of those tracks that they've released, I think they put out, like, four of them. Every one of them was just, jammed. like, just slamming. So you got me excited. I'm excited for that. You got this new J. Cole that's coming out in a couple of days. Yeah. And then the Childish Gambino one. Which, we conversated about the Childish Gambino. That, that, that's, that's like people that don't know hip-hop, but they don't want to be in hip-hop. This is the but, first Childish... But they'll, but they'll listen to Childish Gambino and say, yeah, I listen to hip-hop. Yeah, there's a couple of rappers like that. Like, if you have people you want to get into hip-hop, like, say if you got a girlfriend who doesn't really like hip-hop, but you want to kind of like ease her into it because you love hip hop. Yeah. Like I've tried to do this a couple times. I'm trying to remember who I use. It like changes from time to time. Like I go, of course, Drake would be one. Yeah. And you'd be like, no, remember him? He was on that Drake song. Oh, remember man. that you like? You, you can get drunk. Yeah, to this you song can listen to this. <laughs> yeah. You can dance to this. Childish sure. Gambino is in there. Like this is the first one of his albums I really liked. It sounds funk. Y'all, dude, it is super funky. It can't. It's not as funk as the next worries. Uh, that's kind of like a funk soul mix. Yeah, that's that's why I would put Anderson Packs, but like his is his is like funkadelic funk. Like it's like a seven minute song. I think it depends on the record label too. And it just keeps like going Stone wilder Throw and wilder. Always puts out quality stuff. 
uh, Rhyme Sayers, Anacon, they always put out quality stuff. Mass Appeal puts out quality stuff. Yeah, but it's kind of like back in the day, Ruckus, like... Ruckus was the was the was the record label to listen to until they went full metal. You know, full metal. Basically, they just went sold. They sold out like a son of a bitch. I think it's weird that this. And is... then that's when LP and all them left because they're like, we're not gonna. This, this isn't for the underground anymore. Well, yeah, but the thing where it deviates from. Uh... Where it deviates from Stone's Throw is, I don't think that they've ever, they've ever been like straight hip hop. Yeah, because Peanut Butter Wolf. They were always weird. they were always picking up weird people. Like, I remember from that uh, my Gary vinyl ways my vinyl ways a ton that that goofy looking white girl she looked like a wick like a Wiccan or something yeah. like that. And, and she, then they have they had like Gary weird, Wilson on there because like he, weird he makes Celtic those music. Weird, Gary Wilson makes that weird weird like uh, alt folk music even the peanut butter wolf albums were like real weird because he likes everything yeah but that if you if you like if you like that acid funk that's what i'll say it's and he doesn't he doesn't rap the whole thing it's he just doesn't? i mean i mean his, some of his words rhyme well but mostly it's him singing the way the way hip-hop is now to me doesn't feel like it anymore because it just sounds like they're talking really slow. What do you mean? Most Who? artists they just sound like they're talking slow. They're not really rapping. Yeah, it's kind of like a spoken wordish, yeah, deaf poetry but sort it, of thing. It, it deviates from the boom bap era and stuff like where it, where the MCs actually. But that deviated with each other. That deviated from uh, the eighties. That was a different sound. A different style of flowing. Maybe it's just. It's maybe just, it's just getting too old. Yeah, it's a culture, man. It's just it's just moving and grooving. It's growing, and changing. Mm. <clears throat> I don't like it. What do you mean you don't like it? I mean, I like some of the new stuff. Yeah, there's but, a, there's good people in there. But the people that I find that are good people, are the ones that remind me of like what I liked. <laughs> is what's sad is like because I'm I'm listening to Action Bronson. Oh wait, he sounds uh, a lot like Ghostface. Right. He has that that cadence about him. But like J Cole and Kendrick Lamar and all those guys sound the same to me. Like, what do you they mean? They have the same cadence about their stuff. Like you can't define like if that one's from New York. No, I, I say we've talked about this before. Where you can't define this guy's from New York. You can't define that this guy's from. Oh, you talking about there. their sound? Yeah, that's it aggravates me sometimes. Like I knew if I heard a Dilla beat, I knew I was gonna hear some Mich- Michigan people on there. Right. If I knew I heard like a Premier beat, I was gonna hear some Guru or you know up in that area, East Coast flavor. But I guess in a sense you could say that they're the ones responsible for the why it sounds like that with the advent of the internet yeah. but even back then like you said Jay Dillow was on everybody's everything cause you make cause, cause you got busters like like what's her name that the Australian chick that come over here and just mimic the sound Mazzoli kinda Banks. like yeah no 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 no, 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 no. Iggy like, Azalea Iggy Azalea you got her coming over 
and basically doing a Hugh Jackman Canadian sound. Australian. Yeah. You, both they're both Australian. Yeah, but but you know what I'm saying? Like he comes over and, and plays Wolverine and does like this Canadian voice, gruff rough. Where she comes over and she's hanging out in Atlanta. Gruff? I don't think of gruff rough. I think of Canadians. Well, I think of Wolverine as gruff rough <laughs> Canadian. He sounds like an American. No. Yeah. He's Canadian. Yeah, but he anyway, sounds I'm like just an saying, American. What I'm saying is like... I'm poking she, holes in your theory. She <laughs> did. She culture vultured like it wasn't nothing. Yeah, but people have been doing that since forever. Especially in white people in hip-hop. <laughs> in black music, <laughs> I think I in think, general. Well, you know, Macklemore, he's he's a, he's a culture vulture. I just don't like his music. I don't know if he's a culture vulture. I think he's just trying to do his own thing. I don't think it's anything malicious, but uh, I just don't like his music. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other guy? Me, myself, and I. <laughs> that guy's horrible too. You talking about the dude from down here? That guy's whack too. <laughs> That's who you're talking about, the me, myself, and I guy. Yeah, Jeremy Graves. <laughs> <laughs> My prison is black. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude, that I guy. Can't believe, I yeah, can't believe he's, it. he's not good. Culture vulture. I don't know if I'd call him that. He's just not a good artist. <laughs> he's not a good rapper. <laughs> My prison is black. Oh, man. Who are freestyles? I know you weren't thinking about that guy, but you were thinking about somebody else. Were you thinking about Riff Raff? Yeah, that guy's whack, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him. I like Simon Rex, though. Dirt Nasty. Mm. He's good. I think he does better as a comedian, though. Mac Miller's gotten a lot better. I didn't like Easy Mac stuff, but like his uh, playing movies with the sound off, that one was pretty good. That was really actually pretty... Like I really like that album. There's another... Oh, man... No, that little Asian kid, Rich Chigga. Rich Chigga. He's from, like, Vietnam. Holding it down. But he sounds like he's from... I love how he has the that... streets. <laughs> that he puts on that super deep voice. <laughs> he does, like... Super deep Asian voice. The remix. He sounds like that guy, that guy Jean-Claude Van Damme fought in Bloodsport. <laughs> <laughs> you! <laughs> I watched the remix video of Ghostface. And it shows, like, the fanny pack talking. No, it, it like, Ghostface just did the verse. He didn't yeah. show up for the video, so they put, like, uh, it was like a mask of somebody. And then they got some guy called Pollo. Yeah, I don't know who that was. Yeah, but they, he didn't show up for the video either, so they just stuck his face on, like, a robot head. Yeah. Because I think they filmed it in Japan or wherever, because I'd never seen... Is that seen really where he's from? Yeah. I thought he was like, I thought he was like grew up in Atlanta or no, something. He just grew up I'm around saying. some black people. Yeah, there's like, a, there's like a Mexican guy in that, over there that makes beats for him. Oh, okay. That lives in that area. And does his music for him. He speaks pretty good English for a guy from Japan. A lot of them do. That's just odd. You know, that's, you know, that's true. Like, if you go anywhere overseas, they usually speak like four languages. You'd be lucky if... They do that on purpose, so they can come to America and get a good job. I think it just kind of happens. Like, you forget that and, America is so and, big. And over or there, like, because we homegrown hip hop, we homegrown skateboarding, we homegrown all these things, baseball. 
when it hits those other countries like that, it's like, oh man, we should be like them. So imitate it. That's why you have all those Asian breakers and stuff that kill everybody. Yeah. America is the LeBron James of the world. Everybody hates us, but everybody wants to be like us. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the only thing we export anymore. We export entertainment, movies, and music, Mm -hmm. and war. (laughs) That's probably all we do. (laughs) I think that's all we make and export across the world. Just imagine over there, like in like Afghanistan, they're rocking like Tupac. Yeah, there's some guy on the battlefield who's listening to it. It was written or whatever, <laughs> talking about how great Nas is. He's <laughs> the greatest MC ever. He looks at his friend. He's like, "I know, right?" And then they like they start shooting at some American soldiers. <laughs> no, they're on their way to, to go ambush them. <laughs> This guy's great. And they're sitting there listening to Easy Does It. Or E-40. <laughs> or Spice One. <laughs> some, like, cruising. They're listening to, like, some hardcore gangster rap before they go. It's Bin Laden's brother. I used to love that when they when they do the uh, music, uh, or they do the movies about the the African child soldiers. Cause They'd always be listening to some, like, gangster hip-hop funny, they like, shoot up a village. They say, like, after, like, okay, you know how Hillary's campaign's done because we got Trump. Like, all those shirts and stuff they still have, they give them to other countries. So, like, in five years, <coughs> you'll see, like, little Nigerians wearing Hillary shirts. Yeah, or, like, they do that with the sports teams. Yeah, they throw they just throw away all their clothes. Like, they there. make two of them for who? They make two of them for the, both the teams mm-hmm. for the last game. And if the other people lose, they just, they just I guess, ship them off. <laughs> just to hand them out. Yeah. <laughs> they just, they go to the docks, <laughs> like, like they're the getting boxes. rid of some trash, <laughs> and they just throw them on the boat and drive off. <laughs> hey, you can put that in here. Oh. It's kind of fun. You remember a long time ago, like, when the, the Afghan war started or whatever? Which time? And, uh, and, and there was, like, a truck that some of the people had, like the, like, the villains, the rebels and shit. They had, like, a truck from Beaumont, Texas, driving through there with, like, the, the number of the guy's business on the side of it. Like, somehow, when? the truck got exported all the way to Afghanistan. When? What are you, what are you talking about? And it got that guy more business. You saw that? <laughs> you saw this recently? Yeah. No, it was, like, four or five years ago. <laughs> I was just thinking about it. It's just funny that... That how it got over there because I know for a fact when I was policing that most of the vehicles that get stolen in America end up in Mexico even cop cars and stuff that get stolen they end up in Mexico and then the Mexican police drive the, the stolen cop car from America really yeah like half the cars I thought they Mexico. chop them up they just no, like ship them they get them over there <laughs> so if we so, 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 so if we guy, don't export it enough this fast guy enough, got his truck stolen they steal and it, it ended up in Mexico <laughs> and then somehow got shipped to Afghanistan and is driving around with like this big fifty cal on the back of it with his number on the side of it in business. Oh man, name. that is great. So he got like so much business from it. That that actually would be a pretty funny movie. He's like, I don't know how my my truck got. <laughs> He's over got there. like the FBI breathing <laughs> down his neck. Why are you shipping your truck off to are you Are you working with ISIS? Is they get him in a dark, dank room? It's Beat like him. on that... It's like the NPR thing that runs every now and then where it's like, give your car for music for 
for the radio station, you, you can donate your old car. Just imagine the balls of that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. Had, I thought you had a lot of balls asking our people for to give you an NPC. <laughs> I never heard that on NPR. So imagine, so, yeah, they do that all the time. I can't believe that it happens once a year. Is donate your car for. I want to call them just to get, just to yell at them. How dare you, so sir? Imagine if they if the Afghani's did a telethon like like donate your car for terrorism. No, they don't do that. They just come and take they it, I'm guessing. They steal it yeah. and drive it around. Hey, that's a Beaumont number. Hey, you can't take my truck. Oh, yeah, I could kill you. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> no, okay, all right. That's, I carry a 50 cal. It doesn't matter. Yeah, man, I thought that was insane. That's actually pretty funny, man. <laughs> could you imagine that being you? I, I just your car gets stolen. They brought like, the guy on like, Fox News or something. Yeah, They're you like, see how it. did your car get over there? He's like, I don't know, it got stolen a few weeks ago. You see him on, he's just like at work watching CNN and he sees like some rebel outpost. Like, but why would they waste so much money to transport like a shitty S10 over to Afghanistan? I don't know, man. I didn't even know they did this until you told me that. Dude, it's, it's ridiculous how many cars are stolen and they end up in Mexico and then they get transported somewhere else. That's nuts, man. I thought they just chopped them. No, man. They carted the parts. A lot of them, they'll go to these, like, uh, they go to, like, Oklahoma. Uh-huh. And these are, like, super Mexican Mexicans, like, from Guatemala and stuff like that. Oh, that's not... And, they're Guatemalans. They're not Mexicans. Whatever. <laughs> Down there in the southern region. So... They'll buy like ten cars. Guatemalan Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they'll buy these cars, right? And they'll buy like ten, and mm-hmm. they'll be in tow. So there'll be ten cars in tow on one car. Yeah. And they'll like run red lights. They don't care. And I would stop them, and then I'd get out there and start talking to them. They don't know a lick of English. <laughs> they're just they're just still. They cars, don't got man. no driver's license. <laughs> they don't got nothing, and you're like trying to talk to them, like, like. You know, hey, you ran that red light. So if I write you a ticket, you're never coming back anyway. So what do you do? You can't. I have to write the ticket, but then you can't write the ticket. Why? Why can't because you? Because it's so I don't understand Spanish. I've had a couple of people do that to me, like uh, at work. They'll give me like their crazy <laughs> passports or whatever. <laughs> it's like we had this. We got this one doctor in Nigeria when he first started. He comes up there all the time now. And uh, when he first came, he didn't have his ID yet, so he hands me this this big passport. And you're like, is this Jason Bourne? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't even know how to read this. And it was like all this crazy language. I later on found out it was Nigeria, or he's from Nigeria. I think it's funny. <laughs> so I, would just, I just looked at it and act like I could read it, and I go, yep, looks good. Here you go. <laughs> time I stopped this car of Saudi Arabians, uh-huh. and I was trying to like, read their license, it looked like predator language. Yeah. That, and, and I looked at the window, I said, how can I write a ticket in this predator language? <laughs> and they go, what? What? What, buddy? Well, how do you know they're, what, from, buddy? How do you know they're from Saudi Arabia? Because it says Saudi Arabia on it. Oh, okay. And I was like, how am I supposed to write this ticket? What? What, buddy? Like, where are you going? Shreveport. Why are you you come from Saudi Arabia to go to Shreveport? <laughs> He's gonna go gamble with the boat. No. 
What had happened was they they just made a new mosque over there. Oh yeah. And they'd come in. Well, like, why are you gonna fly all the way across the world to go to Bossier to a new mosque opening? They got, it I must think, be like really important. I think they have to christen them like ships. <laughs> <laughs> you need you need an official Saudi Arabian guy to christen this mosque. Yeah, but the the language looks so crazy. He comes out there with hollow bread and just smacks thinking, it against the side. All I could think about was like him counting down the bomb on his arm. Beep, 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 beep. That's the way it looks to me. So how did you deal with him? I don't know if he got mad if I asked him if there was a predator language. But, you know, I mean, if I, he can't, I guess if he can't speak English, you wouldn't know. He didn't like it. Guess what? There's always file a complaint. He said my language looked like predator language. I'm sorry, I did. That's funny, man. Like, I think that's like one of the three hardest languages: Arabic, Japanese, and Hebrew. And if you look at the way they look, they all kind of look like predator Russian, language. Russian looks like predator language too. Yeah, but Russian kind of looks like how I picture Russians. Like it, it, it kind of has got a Hebrew look to it. Yeah. But it, instead of like Hebrew, it's kind of like slanted or whatever. Yeah. Russians is like straight. Everything's like 90 degree angles and everything. <laughs> I will, we do not fall over. <laughs> <laughs> and then Arabic's kind of like a little wafty. And Japanese has kind of got that going on too. But like Japanese, fat, fatter lines. Japanese and, and Chinese are like calligraphy languages because it's all pretty. Yeah, they're the ones who invented calligraphy. No, they did? Yeah. Well, guess what? Where'd you think it came from? I thought, I thought some British man made the it. The Guatemalans. <laughs> some British man made it. Oh, oh let's see. That's what happened. He was like, I'm going to sit in this uh, this room and, and do my calligraphy for the day. That's how they got their... Uh, that's how the Europeans, they got their whole little... Their penmanship? Yeah. Because they were like, oh, the Japanese know how to, like, make really nice symbols. I don't know. I just made, I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded real, huh? Yeah. It was pretty close. It sounded real. If you say it with confidence, it can be real. Yeah, I tried it. I think I'm going to try it some more. <laughs> <laughs> Guatemala is in Mexico. <laughs> no, it's not. It's deep in South America. I really? think it's like one of the top, like top ones. I don't know. Like they, by Panama. They probably have some kind of. They steal cars too, probably. Are you gonna Google Earth it? Yeah, I'm gonna see where it's at. Where's Guatemala? I'm gonna see if where it's at in South America. Where are you, Guatemala? It's kind of a lame flag. Hold up. Hold up. It might be... Hold on. Am I? Am I on point? Oh, I don't want to use that. Is it in South, South America? We know it's in South America. I mean... You, we're gonna this, to, is, this, this is dead air while I'm looking flags at this. This flags of the... Flags of the world. And Yeah, know? I was right. It's like with the yeah. end of... Uh, yeah, by Honduras and all that. All right, okay. Yeah, you're pretty close. Panama, yeah, it was only a couple, couple countries away. Panama, Panama, oh, 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 oh. oh, I 
You see it like Van Halen? No, not really. Why 80s, not? man. 80s. Not even hot for teacher. That was James's. Oh, that's a pretty cool. Man, that's a pretty cool flag. Got guns yeah. on it and swords. It's got guns, swords, and a parakeet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of bird that is. We got a it's long a parakeet, tail. And it says something like. I love how they got the the all the olive leaves of peace <laughs> <laughs> with the two muskets and the two sabers. <laughs> We will show you peace, but if you continue, we, we you mean will business. be my savers. <laughs> we mean business. Look at that. The parakeet is just for your pleasure. <laughs> we just like parakeets. I don't know what to tell you. It's our country bird. There's <laughs> probably some Guatemalan. He's gonna like, be I so cannot pissed. believe this. <laughs> He's going to be so this pissed. Disrespect. <laughs> hey, man, we don't know nothing. We're the most uninformed people you can find. Yeah, and we don't fact check. Uh, this might be the only thing we've ever fact-checked. But we really didn't fact-check on that. We just kind of looked at the pictures. Yeah, I knew it was easy it's to It's kind of like up. the kid that can't read, and he just looks at the pictures of the book. Have you ever, like... Have you tried to read a comic and not read the bubbles before? What? When I was, like, five, that's how I learned how to read. I just look at the, the bubbles. You mean where the words are? And I would just decipher what happened. Because I'd look at the pictures instead of the bubbles. Wait, you said you looked at the bubbles, though. Yeah, but I didn't know it, it was wrote there because I was five. Okay, yeah, so you would look at the pictures. Yeah, and I would decipher what happened to Spider-Man. Or, yeah, isn't or that like what they tell you? Like, if you draw on a comic, they need to be able to know what's going on. Even if you didn't put the... Uh, almost said lyrics. Even if you don't put words down. Yeah. I like how, back in the old <laughs> days, this, like when Marvel started, was was Stan Lee would give... Jack Kirby and stuff like the story he'd tell Jack Kirby to draw he'd draw him like all this stuff yeah because he was doing and like then, eight of them right yeah and then Stanley would just go in and write thought, write the bubbles write in the bubbles like the storyline so Jack Kirby would be making this whole story so he kind of did like the Miyazaki thing because yeah, that's cause, how he did his but movies Stan Lee he would just drew be the like, pictures and then they would write in the Stan story Stanley would tell him like hey this is what I, I'm thinking for this issue and then like Jack Kirby would draw it all and then Stan Lee would just fill in the bubbles with the story that's cool man I don't know how people would work like I gotta have my stuff like planned out like I gotta know where I'm going and I can't write anymore unless I know what I'm going to next <laughs> I refuse cause I don't wanna write myself into a corner have you ever have you ever like all I do is draw pictures in that dream journal. I saw that Batman one you did. That was that was pretty that was pretty decent. You gave him the short, the short horns. Yeah, I liked it. You you should throw that up on your uh, Facebook or your Instagram. Thank you, Loot Crate, for sending me the Game of Thrones thing. I'm drawing Batman shit in the Game of Thrones book. You kept your word. You got your dream journal. I haven't wrote in it. Yeah, you haven't wrote. You drew a picture. I drew a picture of Batman. That's a start. <laughs> That's a start. Well, I haven't had any weird dreams lately. <clears throat> Except I had one where I was buying a house. Uh-huh. It was a two-story house. And me and Jasmine was going to go buy this house. And I walked up to the top floor to, like, you know, check it out. Right. And then the floorboard started just falling away. And there's some little spooky ghost kid at the end of it. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I'm not going to buy this house if you keep tearing it up. 
how am I going to fix it? And I started yelling at the kid. At the ghost? <laughs> yeah, and I started falling away because the floorboards were going. I was I'm yelling at the kid constantly. Like, hey, put the boards back. And then I woke up. Do you ever go to, like, those websites, those dream-meaning websites after you have that a weird That probably dream? means nothing. It probably <clears throat> means, like, maybe, like, I really need a house. Like, I, I want to own my own house, but... You're not able to. Yeah. So that's why so it's falling ghost, away from me. This ghost kid's taking away the boards. And the ghost could be something, I don't know, like, from your past. Something you haven't, something you haven't taken care of yet. Oh. I think I know what you're trying to talk about. No, I'm just saying. Like... See, all right, you know. program. <laughs> no, that's not what I was saying at all. I wouldn't, I wouldn't interpret your dreams. I'm not Joseph. <laughs> you see a Technicolor dream coat on my back? A biblical reference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about because I don't read the Bible. <laughs> they, made a, they made a musical about it. What, Joseph? Yeah. Is he the one that, that herded sheep? <laughs> I think they all heard it she picked it. Is he that or die? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you never seen Joseph in a Technicolor dream coat? No. The whatchamacallit, what's his name? Uh, Alfred E. Newman. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that is. It's the guy that was in the cover of Mad Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> no, Paul of Tompkins does a great impression of him on com- Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh. Yeah, he's the one. It's just a musical about Joseph. Is it worth the watch? Not really. I don't like musicals. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I'm like, really? Do we have to burst into song? But strange. What about the Hamilton thing? I've never seen that. I don't really have a... It's all it's all hip hop. I don't care. Alexander Hamilton, look. That's what it's about, Alexander Hamilton. So yeah. Why, why has it got a black dude being Hamilton? I don't know. Oh boy, they're really taking. You don't wow. You don't care about that, huh? There's a black guy playing Alexander Hamilton. You don't care about that? Well, he was rapping. <laughs> but I thought this is this is like your this is like your wheelhouse. No, it's my wheelhouse when you take, like, let's say, I took that out. He's showing me the jacket from Drive, the one with the big scorpion on the back. He's thinking about buying it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why you can't afford a house. Because I'm not like <laughs> you're buying, drive you're buying a dumb drive jacket. <laughs> and I'm walking around town <laughs> Flipping your head up. Does he have the jacket from Drive On? You already got the. the (laughs) You know what? You know what? (laughs) You got that creepy bald baby mask. That's kind of like that. (laughs) That jacket is going to be clean. Look, man, I'm not saying it's not cool, but I'm not going to spend my hard earned money on it. You wouldn't wear a drive jacket? If somebody gave me a drive jacket and it fit me, I would wear it. You would? Yeah. But soft, I'm not quilted velour. I mean, and everybody's like, "Oh man, I can't believe you got the drive jacket on." I'm like, "Yeah, it was a great movie. I really love Ryan Gosling. That thing when he stomped that dude's head in the <laughs> elevator. That was a good part. He's oh. walking around when he has a hammer. Yeah, and then he takes that bullet and he's gonna <laughs> bash it into his head, <laughs> and then he makes him swallow it. 
I love that guy's movies. Everybody... I loved Ron Perlman in that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Albert Brooks was finally scary for once in his yeah. life. No more Finding Nemo for him. And they killed old poor... They killed old Walter White. <laughs> he had a gimpy leg and everything. I love that guy's movies, man. Have you ever seen that one he did? Uh, They're like so trippy and weird, but I love them. Have you ever seen the one he did with that Mads Mikkelsen guy? No, is this the, the Western one? There's one that he did with a Western the other day. I walked in the living room, they're watching it. It was a uh, no, that's a really good movie though. Yeah, I know and what it you're has about. it has a uh, it has Negan in it. Yeah, and it's got the chick from Penny Dreadful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good movie. I'm trying to remember what it's called. And she gets away. Spoilers. <laughs> you just got to tell the ending. It's like a newish movie. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is that a newest movie? Yeah, it's like one of those. It's like a. Uh, it's like an indie film that they don't have enough money to put out in the theaters, so they put it on demand. What? <laughs> yeah. I watched it on TV. The That's other what day. I'm saying. I didn't pay for it. It was just on TV. <clears throat> it was like on Sundance or something. That's one on Sundance indie movie. That was really good. Yeah, it's a really good movie. I really like that guy. Uh, we don't know what it's called, so you're probably going to have to look it up. <laughs> I like, I really like that guy that plays the comedian. Uh, Jeffrey something Morgan. Jeffrey, yeah. He also plays Thomas Wayne. Yeah. And Maggie played Martha Wayne. So it's like The Walking Dead was already together. Oh. Alright, so he's got this movie. That Nicholas Winding Refn guy with that guy, Mads Mikkelsen. He's done a lot of movies with him. I think it's like three movies. Is Mads Mikkelsen a bad guy in it? <clears throat> no, he's the star of the show. It's called Valhalla Rising. And it's on Netflix. And there's like maybe 30 lines of dialogue the whole movie. Yeah. And it's about these like Celtic warriors. And Mads Mikkelsen is like a slave who they make fight for money. Like pit fight to the death. <laughs> And it is no joke, like, gory, like, he's so good, they have to tie him to a pole with, like, a leather, like, chain so around his neck. can only go for so far, because <laughs> yeah. he'll kill everybody. <laughs> and then they send in, like, two guys to fight him, and he just beats him to death. <laughs> he, like, bites one guy's ear off, and then, uh, while he's on the ground, his other buddy, like, his other buddy, like, comes and attacks him, and he pulls him down on the ground, pulls, like... And they're fighting in, like, the sludge of this mud. And he pulls out this rock and just beats his head in, dude. So that's... So it's a good... Is it uh, a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. It's not a series. But it's so weird and trippy. Like, they have a crazy scene where they take, like, Is this... it as weird and trippy as that movie Filth? <clears throat> that's more like, uh... I really liked it. That movie Filth was great with, uh... James McAvoy. Yeah, but that's more like kinetic. This is kind of like a slow, like, weird... It's oh. like an ominous, like, thing. You feel it. And it's got this, uh... Even though it's set, like, in the 1300s. Yeah. Or whatever. It's got, like, this techno soundtrack. Because, you know, just like Drive did. And just like <laughs> all of his other movies do. But it's great, man. Oh, man, I They love do, Drive. like, this... They drink this stuff called God's Blood. That's, like, psychedelic... And they have this like crazy psychedelic him and all these Vikings, because <laughs> they were supposed to go to the uh, Crusades. Yeah. Because he breaks out, and there's this little kid in the village who comes with him, 
and he runs into these uh, knights who are about to go to the crusades and then they go on the ship and they get lost over in like Canada yeah or like towards the edge of America and they and then they they just decide to drink this psychedelic drink and they start tripping out so you think they're they're drinking ayahuasca they're drinking something cuz that's like something the indians use yeah, it doesn't really explain where they got that from. Because they were, like, on the boat for so long, everybody was, like, uh, killing over. Because they didn't have any water. South Americans use it. They also use peyote. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's got another one with Tom Hardy. Called Bronson. You oh, should watch that, too. I want to see that. Yeah, that's a really good one, too. Just because they name Bronson. Yeah, it's this criminal in the UK. Yeah. He was like the. It was they call him like the most violent man in uh, in the UK. Was it kind of like that? What was that? That movie that had Tom Hardy in it, where he played himself and then another person. Yeah, he played the two brothers. Legends. Yeah, I think that's what it called. I haven't seen that, but I seen Bronson, and it was awesome. I definitely want to watch it then. Yeah, dude, it's really good. I don't know. I I nearly put on Drive last night, but I did watch. Jason Bourne. The new one? Mm-hmm. Was it any good? I fucking loved every bit of it. <laughs> every bit of it. Well, all right. Let me hear it. Every bit of it. It starts out... This is the one with Matt Damon, right? Yeah. The new one with Matt Damon. It starts out, and you see... Jason Bourne in Albania going out making money under the table, like, doing... Like... Dirt yard fights. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And he's nice just like segue. Yeah, right. So he's just like beating the shit out of people to make money, and then it shows to save the last dance girl. She comes back. Oh, Julie Styles. Yeah, she comes back. I thought she got killed. No, she never got killed. She got away, just like ja- uh, Jason Bourne did. But anyway, she comes <clears> back, <throat> and she is she she hacked the CIA. And got everything about Treadstone and all of it. Mm. And they're making a new one called Iron Hand. And it dealt with Jason Bourne's father. What do you mean? Alright, I don't want you to spoil it. But it was what, when did you, where did you watch this? On TV? On Xbox. Okay, so it's already on demand and everything. It, should, like it so comes it's been out, out today on DVD. Okay, so it's been out. Yeah. Okay. But it was so good. But people were crapping on it. They can bump it. <laughs> they can screw him. Yeah. That guy, everything about it was great. I loved it. Loved every bit of it. Every bit of it. The action scenes were great. It still had that Jason Bourne feel like he could beat, he could kill anybody. Is it still Paul Greengrass? That directed it? Yeah. yeah. Shaky cam guy? Uh-huh. Okay. So good. And there's like an asset that shows up. Because Tommy Lee Jones is the new director. Another guy. Really director like. Dewey. And then they got this girl that's over like the the cyber division. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and she finds she finds Julia Stiles, Save the Last Dance, mm-hmm. like stealing all the stuff from the server. Mm. That's what causes this whole thing. Because she was going to out him again. Because you remember the last time... Jason Bourne. Oh, so I'm guessing she dies in this one. The last time that Jason Bourne... That's a yes. At the end of uh, 
the third movie. Yeah. You remember he outed the whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when he was in New York. Yeah. So now, Julia Stiles' Save the Last Dance was going to do that. Look at it, 56 on Rotten Tomatoes. But you know what? Rotten Tomatoes is full of shit. Oh, so it's got that hot girl. Yeah, man. Ex Machina, all right. Yeah. And it's, man, it's just so good. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. That guy was a bad guy. That's the dude from that, uh... The Asset. That's his name? Vincent Cassell. Yeah, that's the guy from Ocean's 12 and, uh... <laughs> you know what that sounds like? Eastern it sounds Provinces. like Cassell Spreewell. Wait, no, Cassell Sam from... Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell from the Golden State Warriors. They got the dude from the Night Of. They got all mm-hmm. the Nas. Oh, nice. And then they got... He was really good in it, too. Who? The black dude. Alto. Yeah, I saw him on the the Black Mirror. He was he was good in that. Yeah, man, it was really good. I liked it. I give it 8 out of 10. <clears throat> you know what I love? But, I, but I'm kind of biased because I really love the, the Bourne films. Yeah. I liked all of them. I love when I love a movie and the, I whole, even loved, and the whole world hates I it. I even liked the Jeremy Renner one. <laughs> yeah, I really liked that one too, bro. I, thought, I wish they'd bring it back. <laughs> like double them up. Yeah. Jason Bourne and, Bourne and Aaron Jeremy Cross. And <laughs> they're just tearing it up. That'd be pretty cool. I bet you he's, I bet you he's so done doing Marvel movies. He's and like, when you, yes, I'll go do this movie again. But you know the Bourne, when you hear that, that Moby track or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you're about to see a Bourne movie. Yeah. Did he? All right. Tell me something. I know he picked up like a a spoon and he stabbed some guy or something like that. He ripped off one of those arms from a from a a, a machine. He ripped off the arm from like a slot machine. Yeah. He ripped it completely off. Oh yeah, because it starts in Vegas. No. Oh, it ends in Vegas? It's, yeah. Okay. He rips that hoe off, and he just goes and, like, just tears, demolishes everybody with it. With <laughs> that arm. <laughs> with, like, an asp? He's yeah. beating people down yeah. with it? Oh, and there's another part, dude, that was really fantastic. Like, they're in, like, Greece. Mm-hmm. And, like, you remember when Greece had, when, when, their, when their dollar dropped so bad that it was called Uprising? Yeah, their economy that's, collapsed. That's, they're in that part, that time era. Oh, so that's that's when it's and taking like, place. And, like, he whoops the shit out of, like, this cop. Now, he, he whooped the shit out of these two Secret Service people. Mm-hmm. They were chasing Julia Stiles, Save the Last Dance. Yeah. And he disarms <coughs> those two guys, and the cops see him, and they're, like, chasing him in full riot gear. And finally, he, like, he gets stuck in this, like, where he can't go. So he just starts running full force back at the cop and uh-huh. just goes... Boom! It just hits that grease cop, takes his takes his nightstick and just waylays him. And then just keeps going through him until he gets to a police motorcycle and takes that guy off. And then it, it turns into a police motorcycle chase. Yeah. Between him and the asset and the yeah. police. Yeah, okay. This, uh, <laughs> this sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> so good. That was so good. <laughs> that sounds pretty good, bro. It was so good. Oh, man. I was so excited. Yeah, they always got, they always oh. got like baller chase scenes. I love but, a good chase and then movie, the man. The chase scene in uh, Las Vegas is really good too. Like he he steals the asset steals like a SWAT truck, and he goes and steals like a a charger, and then like the police scanner they hit him as being the one that stole stuff. Yeah. So all the cops are after the black charger, not the 
the SWAT vehicle, okay. and he's in a chase to try. So he's trying to get the the, the SWAT, SWAT truck, vehicle. yeah, okay. because the assets are there. Okay, oh, man, really all good. right. Yeah, man, I love those movies. I love a chase it's a, movie. Man. It's a guilty pleasure to, to enjoy a Jason Bourne movie. But they're like they're not they're actually really good action movies though. And it's a really good storyline. I don't know why people hated it. I don't know. I Maybe seen because it. it's been ten but years and, t- and like nobody really cares about Jason Bourne anymore. Because it's like the new generation. They're not really thinking like, oh man, I remember when I watched the Bourne Ultimatum. But think of like all the movies that have bit off of that movie coming out. Like changed their whole way of doing stuff. And he, he's he's more or less like you a would, superhero. Yeah, you would not have a taken he is, series. He is our American version of James Bond. <laughs> Without Jason Bourne. <laughs> He is our American James Bond. Yeah, that's the the uh, the whole reason but, they changed the whole reason, James Bo- uh, that new James Bond movie. It, it felt like a it felt like a Bourne movie. The way that they did it, this movie so well was the that's fact that they brought in uh, a style. They brought the fact that David Webb was, you know, his father had gotten into something with with the Treadstone. Like he's the one that made it, but they had been watching David Webb before that so he paid for his life to put oh so Jason yeah. Moore went in so yeah he, he never knew all out. this okay. until now because Julia Stiles had pulled up all that stuff oh okay and found out that oh wait you know I've never read they had really been I never watching read any him this whole time I've never read any of this guy's books I don't know if the books are better They, I mean they usually are but I don't know. I don't know if you can capture the they fight scenes on, on, pay, the, on the page the essence, like you can. The essence of killing somebody with a phone book. <laughs> Beating some guy to death with a book. <laughs> like in that one, he had that rolled up newspaper, that rolled up magazine. He's, he yeah. just like broke every bone in his body. That's, this is when I knew that, that Jason Borg could kill Batman at any moment. You put him over that? Yeah. I don't know. Because he's going to come back. What well, what would you do if you had if you knew all the stuff Jason Bourne did? Like how, how much crap? Like there would be such a small line of crap I would take from people before I would just like break their arm <laughs> three places. And the thing is, I'm I think Jason Bourne doesn't want to kill everybody. Yeah, I don't want to kill him either. I don't think he wants to kill anybody. I think he's just kind of forces. They force his hand to have to just decimate people. Yeah, they they back him into a corner. And what's he going to do? He's got to take your stick away from you and beat you half <laughs> to death with it. Or that one, like in the first movie, when he took both Glocks from both of those cops and just whooped the crap out of them. Oh, and yeah, just, in the embassy. And he, just, he just took the Glock into pieces and just threw it away. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I love it. I might have to watch this movie. It's so, it's so good. I might have to get it on Redbox or something. <sighs> so good. I enjoyed it so much. Tell you what, I'll get that. And you watch Valhalla Rising. What if you I just watch Bronson? I don't know if they got Bronson on Netflix. I can find it. I will. I know I know Valhalla Rising's on there. He pulls a guy's guts out. He like disembowels a dude with an arrowhead. What? <laughs> yeah. It's so gross, but it's so awesome. I'd say A plus for Jason Bourne. Oh now it's an A plus? Yeah. A plus. You're taking your 8 out of 10 away? 8 out of 10 is an A. Uh, yeah, screw that. That's a B, though. No. Yeah. 8 out of 10 is an A. <laughs> no. 6 out of 10 is... That's a D. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you. 
No, it goes. <laughs> that's how the grading system goes. A ninety. It's out of a hundred. So I need to go ninety percent. Ninety percent is okay. an A plus. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. A plus. A D is a B. <laughs> <coughs> So it's going 90. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this will help your ranking system now that you know the parameters. I always made my own ranking system. You look like some guy. Jason Bourne's probably beat up in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> probably so. I'm an asset that he's killed. Yeah. Bro, and that launched a lot of people's careers. Like Clive Owen. I remember him and that first Jason Bourne. He was the yeah. guy who tried to kill him. That He had to like... Oh. In that field. Oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. Where he had to, like... He was, like, jumping in and out of the bad, woods. Well, well, he was having bad headaches from whatever they put in their brains. Yeah. I always get it <gasps> when I'm driving at night. My favorite scene for that first one is when he shot that, that gas tank. Yeah, that's the part yeah. where he's going to go fight that guy. So he's, he's got him. He's just walking around with that shotgun. He's like popping. He flips it up, boom, <laughs> blows that gas tank up, and runs into the woods <laughs> so fast. Jason Bourne. And then there should be more Americans like Jason Bourne right now. Bro, if we had actual Jason Bournes and Ethan Hunts, I think. Yeah, that's another one. Mission Impossible completely changed into Jason Bourne ripoffs. Yeah. So we got. New, Bond, I, new James I like the Bond. Last one. Yeah, I like the last Mission Impossible, but I really liked it because Simon Pegg made me giggle throughout it. I still haven't seen that one. That one and the one before it, it, all the ones that had Simon Pegg in it, I've been really excited about watching because it gave that comic relief, but still the same action-packed movie. I love how they keep the the people that uh, probably Tom Cruise actually likes. So he liked Vic Rames for the first one, so he yeah. kept Vic Rames. Everybody else, gone. Never came back. None of the women, nothing. And then you get to the third one. Simon Pegg had, like, a little bit part. And then by the fourth one, he's, like, in the field. (laughs) And he doesn't like it. Yeah. It's like, I can't be in it. He was really good in Star Trek Beyond. Like, I love Simon Pegg as Scotty. Like, he nails it. I still haven't seen that one either. It was really good. And we we had it at the house. And he wrote it. I never watched it. He wrote that movie. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. And he made... Himself really well for that movie. Like I liked it. That's so crazy. It seems like it, it didn't feel like it was based around Scotty, but like every like the way he wrote it, like everybody had their own parts of, of Star Trek, and it was really well made. Yeah. Didn't the Sherlock Holmes kind of feel Jason Bourne? <laughs> yeah. When when. I don't know, but that's guy Richie. He you know he did Snatch, so he's like doing that hyperkinetic filming a lot. Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey. Yeah. When he was sitting there, like I could break this boy's arm, yeah, I I like that about it. But for sure, James Bond like taken the chair at the end of it and the uh, Mission Impossible's. Poor Watson. They need to bring that back. I want to show. You want to see the third one? Yeah. Because they already kicked Moriarty off the wall. Yeah, that was like the books. So maybe he'll come back. The ice giant this time. Did you see the uh, new Tom uh, Tom Cruise? He's in the Mummy reboot. No, I didn't even see that trailer. I saw the trailer. Is it horrible? I don't know. It kind of looks like Mission Impossible. <laughs> Mission Impossible with the Mummy. Yeah, with the Mummy. In at it. least at least it doesn't have Brandon Fraser in it. 
I kind of like Brandon Fraser. You liked him in the Mummy series? Yeah, I liked the Mummy series. I didn't. I didn't like the third I thought, one. I thought the Mummy series was like. I thought it was cool. You know what? I don't know I if it was, was because I was a kid or what, but I liked that movie. I think Brandon Fraser was like the poor man's Indiana Jones. Yeah, he had a little bit of Harrison Ford to him, but a little bit better. But then, act, anytime he showed up in another movie, it ruined it. Like he showed up in GI Joe. He was in there. He's just driving a little cart by, and he goes, "Go, Joe!" or something. Drives on. I'm like, man, he just ruined the whole movie. He can't, he can't even <laughs> from a cameo. He's, yeah, he just ruined the whole movie. Yeah, he used to be a big deal. No, well, let me tell you about this. You know who else is a big deal? Who? The guy that played the Phantom. Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Zane was never a big deal. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was in Titanic, and he did the Phantom, and then he had a cameo. <laughs> And Zoolander, I've never seen him again. <laughs> Billy Zane. <laughs> Billy Zane is nobody. That was David Duchovny. You know who loves he was that? He a hand model. <laughs> no, no. Billy Zane was the one who was uh, Derek's uh, during the walk-off. Yeah. Listen to your buddy Billy Zane. <laughs> He's a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> Say. He totally threw me <laughs> off of Billy Say. Oh, you know who loves that movie, The Phantom? Who? Star loves that movie. <laughs> the Phantom. I remember one time we argued for like we argued for like thirty minutes. He's like, this is the best night yeah, he was, he was, ever. He was trying to tell me that the Phantom like, was a good well, movie. Well, what about the Shadow with Alec Baldwin? That was a really good nineteen twenties. I was trying to tell him about Dark Man. And uh, how they could have did? No, he was not hearing it. Billy Zane ended up in Dark Man, the third one. I never Liam saw the Neeson third one. did the first two. Yeah, and then the third one was Billy Zane. Once, once Liam Neeson was out, I was out. That's a that's a cult classic too. Is Dark Man? Dark Man at was the a end cool of it, movie, man. At the end of it, they did that little. Uh, that's uh, Sam Raimi, right? Yeah, Sam Raimi did yeah. that, that homage to Evil Dead with having Bruce Campbell walk away. He had the mask on. I love how Bruce it was so, face. I love how it was so violent. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow was all right. It was way better than the Phantom. Yeah. Hudson Hawk was okay. That was not a good movie. Well, you didn't like Hudson Hawk? No. That's one with Bruce Willis, right? Yeah, he's a cat burglar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> playing Bruce Willis. It's like moonlighting. But like Bruce Willis from that uh, from that commercial where he was trying to sell wine coolers because <laughs> <laughs> he's all dancing around. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awkward movie. Is that the one with the guy? Uh, <laughs> what's his name? He used to be on SNL. I liked him on. I liked him on the whole ten yards. The whole nine yards. I like both of them. The whole nine yards was good. The I whole, was in Montreal the whole when they ten were yards. filming the whole nine yards. Yeah, you met Bruce Willis. Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> I think you told this. Yeah, I've already told the story. Okay. But I don't know. What was I, gonna say? I was trying to tell you what happened in the the mummy trailer, but you <laughs> you dirt rode me big time. No, I didn't. With Billy Zane. <laughs> I did. I just Billy Zane. Because <laughs> I think Brandon Fraser. Pro, I don't know why they would just redo. A don't whole try. Franchise. Don't know how we can't retread. Yeah, we can. Look, I don't know why they they would <coughs> they would do they would reboot. A franchise that was okay. That was just okay. No, the reason they're doing it, like, this Tom Cruise mummy is 
<laughs> nothing like those other Mummy movies. Like, the Mummy movies, like you said, were kind of like Indiana Jones-ish. Yeah. This, I don't know. This feels like Mission Impossible. Like, the reason they're rebooting it is because the... Because King Kong just come out. No, all those... They make that Kong out. All those old school monsters, they're doing like a cinematic universe with them. Yeah. So they could crisscross. Yeah. They're going to do that. And this is the first one. So I wonder if they're going to do the Dracula ones and keep him looking like the original Dracula. What do you mean? Who? That Boris Carlyle guy. Isn't that his name? (laughs) I guess... Dead? What are you talking about? Yeah, but they can make him look like the the Dracula, like that guy. I don't know if they're going to do it like that. They got this... uh, Because you remember when they did that Benicio Del Toro werewolf movie? Now, I like that. A lot of people didn't like that movie. He looked like the original wolf. Yeah, he looked like Lon Chaney. Yeah. Junior, I think. Lon Chaney Junior. I don't know. They don't fact check. (laughs) It was Lon Chaney something. It might have been a junior or senior. I think I got that wrong at Boris Carlisle. Yeah. Boris Karloff is the... He won the play Frankenstein. Okay. The only reason I know that is from Ed Wood. I mean, you got the guy... Uh, dang it, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> he was so funny. He was he was the funniest guy in that movie. Sam Rockwell. No, no, he wasn't in that movie. <laughs> Look, you dirt rode me again. I'm trying to tell you about the Mummy trailer. Give me the, give me the deets on the Mummy. All right. So it's like, it's like uh, Tom Cruise. Is, he's working with the government, right? Uh huh. Is it still set in nineteen twenty? <clears throat> no, it's set in today. Oh. Right. So they're on this big, huge, like jumbo jet, or like one of those military airlines. Mm-hmm. And it's all these, all these, uh, all these soldiers, and they're all along the wall, strapped in. And then it shows, you know, Tom Cruise and all the other people that are about to die. <laughs> all the faceless people are yeah. going to die with him. And then some girl he's probably going to be the love interest with. And then in the middle of the cabin, uh, there's this, like, huge, huge, like, sarcophagus. Oh, yeah. But it's like, it's not like, uh, it's not like King Tut sarcophagus. Yeah. It looks like an old Inca sarcophagus. Oh. Like, it's, like, all stone and everything like that. And it's got, like, this really killer face on it, like, a mask, like, with teeth and everything. So they're on the plane, and all of a sudden the plane just starts nosediving, <laughs> just out of nowhere. And uh, and then all the while, they got the thing strapped in. Everybody's like flying yeah. around the cabin, but that casket is just perfectly still. And then all of a sudden the plane starts coming apart, and they all got to like grab parachutes. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're like in a plane with a hole in it, and they're like trying yeah. to like move up to try and get a parachute and get out of there. That's what I'm saying. It's like Mission Impossible feel to it and then the mummy it's not some bald guy who looks like billy zane (laughs) (laughs) it's some girl who looks like the enchantress from suicide squad oh okay yeah oh no no i'm no i remember i thought she's a mummy (laughs) yeah i think that might be the girl version (laughs) i forgot no they were uh they were in the plane and like a bunch of it was like bats like, they're 30,000 feet in the air, and then this whole, like, swarm of bats just hits the plane. <laughs> Everyone knows those. That's what it was. So that was the teaser. To get you, like, Well, it showed a whole bunch of other stuff, but it was... You know, they're, like, in Paris, and, like, this big cloud of dust comes over the whole city. And, of course, Tom Cruise is running away from the dust cloud. 
and he's carrying this blonde-headed broad beside him. That you know he couldn't do in real life because he's only like five two, four five. Yeah, I heard him and like Pesci, the shortest men in acting history. Yeah, they got, they got to put him in. Yeah, they got to put him in those. Those uh, those old people's shoes. Yeah, but they make the shoe look like it's yeah normal. Little. Yeah, they put lifts in them. <laughs> they put lifts in the no, shoes. No, it's it's up like the shoe's like that big. Yeah, but it looks like the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That must be really hard to run in. I don't think they do it for that. I think they do it when he's like next to someone. Yeah, they put the shoes on. Jack Reacher. That's another one. that's like Jason Bourne. Yeah, I didn't even see the second one. I watched the first one, and the second one just didn't look... He's like, you're going to be wearing the cuffs when I walk out of here. It has some cool fight scenes, but other than that... I don't think I like Tom. Because, look, okay, military police... Military police, they do the same thing. They they don't hire... They they don't put one guy through, like, all the special training. Military police are just regular police. I think he was, like, in the books, he's like a... He was like a recon sniper for the Marines... And then he became like a military police. I don't. I don't. I don't. I just know there's not one guy out there. That's like I remember. I know in the thing. books, my brother he read the books. He, my brother's telling me he's supposed to be six four in the books. <laughs> <laughs> and then we both had a good laugh at that. Well, it's like Wolverine. He's, he's supposed, supposed to be, be like what five two. Yeah, he's, he's a supposed little, to be short, but they got hard. Hugh Jackman was like six three. <laughs> yeah, that's not Wolverine. But that's the only face you can think of when you think about Wolverine now. Yeah, I don't really care. If he, I mean, could you imagine him being 5'2"? <laughs> they actually play that up. And then they had, like, you know, Sabretooth. He's like some, you know, yeah, six some, foot tall. And he's like, what are you doing there, bro? <laughs> some little hairy little looking Joe Pesci size guy. <laughs> that's what guy. they need. <laughs> or like Danny DeVito <laughs> with bone claws. Imagine if they would have did Puck. Like, when they do Puck, are they going to get that Peter Dinklage guy to be the little, the little midget for Alpha Flight? So I'm saying you can't have a you can't have an actual little person that's that agile. I've never seen it. Their little legs are too small. I thought he was pretty agile in that Game of Thrones. That's how they shoot it. They shoot, they shoot the shot so it looks good. I've seen there was like just like how they shoot Tom Cruise with his lifts on. The wee man, he was a skateboarder forever. He killed, he killed it. Oh, you know what? You got me there. Yeah, because he be could right. do like so much stuff. You got me there. I guess he can be. Little people can be agile too. I guess. I, I mean, I, I, I think. Almost, I, I always thought thinking. you were about to start singing that short people song. <laughs> no. Short people got no reason to live. <laughs> they got little hands and little feet. <laughs> well, there goes our short people audience. We lose them and the Guatemalans in one in one fell swoop in one podcast. It's okay, the Tipsy Twosome's going to take over for us. <laughs> yeah, you told me about this. The new people on New Pod. I haven't heard them. Yeah, apparently they're a female version of us. <clears throat> the Tipsy Twosome, that does sound like pretty, us. They're stealing pretty, our gig. Pretty good. <laughs> we got the last... Tipsy la- Twosome, you can't take our, our gig. I don't know, we haven't heard anything from them. I don't even know if you guys listen to us. It's kind of like we're, we're the odd men out in this situation. I don't know, man. I've never heard them. Let me let me hear them first and see. I don't even know. Like, do they have New Pod World Order short shirts already? Probably. I don't Not know. Us. I don't know. Like, we, we don't need, know anything. We're just spouting. We need our own t-shirts, too. 
do other people have their own t-shirts? Yeah. Maybe we need, maybe we Touch my lady got their own shirt. All right. But do we have a symbol like they got a symbol? I'm going to make us a symbol. Okay, all right. So now you can't get mad. I don't know if you don't have a symbol to make around the shirt. Now we can use our the picture I drew. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to wear that Yeah, they're going to wear that shirt. They'll wear the big square. So what are you making a symbol? Have, we can just have stick it with Stucky right there. And on the back have the thing. So if that works, what are you making a symbol for? I don't know. I want to update it. Yeah. So let's update it and then we'll... We'll get into it. Yeah. Build a bridge and get over it. <laughs> uh, what else? What if we Is did sayings? Is that it? What if we found sayings that we... Like we did the sayings from other podcasts, like... Ken Bond. Oh, you mean like the episodes? Yeah, just put the... <laughs> The episode name across the t-shirt <laughs> Ken Boned or I want to come Guinness <laughs> <laughs> that one's pretty good <laughs> that one's pretty good what was another one we did don't it was supposed to be not it wasn't supposed to be Strange Brew it was supposed to be Dr. Strange Brew <laughs> <laughs> you just went Strange Brew <laughs> well or the full Monty. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one too. <laughs> we haven't run out of ideas for names. I usually just pick something. We're flush. I usually pick something and, and run with it. Like this one, I, I'm calling it Run the Love. <laughs> run the Love? Yeah, because we were, we were talking about Run the Jewels and how much we loved it. <clears throat> but we really didn't talk about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My Run the Love. We'll come up with Why don't you thing. call it uh, Guatemalan Mexicans? <laughs> Guadalajara love. <laughs> and did we get everything we needed to talk about today? Yeah, I think that's it. Plugging. Plug it. What you got? Uh. Oh, The Last of Us Two is coming out. They confirmed that. They put a little trailer out. Do you a video game for PS4? Yeah, you ever play The Last of Us? No. Ooh. I have a PS PlayStation. You're missing out, my friend. That game is The Tits. Titanfall 2 is The Tits. <clears throat> Battlefield 1 is still awesome. So what's your new thing? Mm. Amazon Music has been killing it. I just kind of... Oh, you got the, the you got your shirts. Yeah, I got my shirts from Ari Shafir. I got three shirts. All really cool mm. shirts. Uh, and then they gave me three grinders. I don't know why. Three grinders? Yeah, three of them. Three pepper grinders. Uh, also, a crap ton of stickers. And two... With the grab things for his special. That's cool, man. And then, you know, and you get the special, you can download it and watch it. You were only supposed to get a shirt. Yeah. A shirt. You got I was going to get a shirt, but they didn't have it in an extra large format anymore, so he gave me three shirts. Yeah, and a bunch of other goodies. Yeah, so I got one that just has Ori Shafir's face and says, do mushrooms underneath it. <laughs> and I got another one that has an octopus. He's holding like a, a bong and a Rubik's Cube uh -huh. and then mushrooms all in one hand. 
Oh, okay. Octopus shirt, and then... What's the other shirt? This is End of the Road. What's his tour? That's cool. That sounds cool. It's pretty good. I corresponded with the guy said I was going to talk about it on the podcast, and he said, for show. Well, for show, there and it I, is. And I said... Shout out. Everybody has one now. Everybody on the damn podcast. Yeah. How am I supposed to be different than everybody else? I don't know, man. I guess we just do it and see what what happens. I did that. Let's see. I I watched Born, Jason Born. I also watched uh, the new Element, uh, the new America video. That I posted up on Instagram. Oh, I got one. I, there's this thing on uh, Netflix. It's called Space Race. It's oh. like a series about. Is it about the cosmonauts? Yeah, it's about. It starts all the way in World War II, with the two main people, who uh, put the people into the, onto the moon. Yeah. Like the guy from Russia, he was in like a gulag. Uh huh. For uh, not really speaking out on anyway, but they just didn't like him, so they threw him in prison. And then I got this other guy who was a part of the Nazis who made all their... He made, like, the V2 rocket. Yeah. And he was basically trying to get away from the Nazis before they killed him because they were losing the war and they didn't want the Americans to learn how to make their V2. So he basically had to, Did they like, stole from aliens? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, they did. I don't, they didn't bring that up. Yeah, they re-engineered... Stuff. I don't know. German engineering we comes get, from somewhere. We gotta get Blake on here so we can talk about aliens. Rocket's into aliens too. I gotta get. I already talked to Rocket. Oh, you gonna set it up? Yeah, I'm gonna set it up. We're all right. Do it. That's cool. Let's do it. It's gonna be all about hip hop and space aliens. <laughs> and space aliens. And I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure we'll go in depth in other stuff. I'm down. Is Blake about aliens? Yeah, man. All right, Star, we're going to get you on here for some alien Yeah, and, I can, and then we can talk about how much the Phantom sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and how how, how, be, how much better the Shadow is. <laughs> he was trying to tell me <laughs> Billy Zane. <laughs> I was like, he was trying to make him out like he was some Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> from this movie. And I, I couldn't even argue with him. I was laughing so hard. The villain, <laughs> the villain from that movie, <clears throat> he's been in a lot of other shows. Yeah, he's, he's the only in, one that was successful. He's been in more stuff <laughs> than Billy Zane's ever been. Yeah. Billy Zane wishes he was. Billy Zane wishes he could be the bad guy that has killed the Phantom twice. Isn't that what it was? He killed the Phantom twice? Yeah. Something like that. So basically he killed his dad in the grandfather. Who's the bad guy? Yeah, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, <laughs> you talking about him? Old Treat Williams? James Reimer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quill. Dang, they got a lot. They got the guy who played Shang Tsung. I forgot he was in there. Your soul is mine. <laughs> All right. Phantom. Movie's awful. The Phantom is a menace. <laughs> How dare we end on an awful note of The Phantom? <laughs> the Phantom is a menace. Alright, man. Definitely go check out. Everybody, you know, go check us out at newpopworldorder.com. Listen to other people. I guess if you want to try out uh, the Tipsy Twosome, I don't know. Just think about girls but us. You haven't even heard them yet. <laughs> I just figured. <laughs> anyway, you can go check them out. You can find me at Captain Marvel 99 on Instagram and Twitter. 
DangerChris88 Instagram. He doesn't use Twitter no more. I refuse. No, I'm just, yeah, don't, I just, I just don't, don't tweet him. You can find us at Stucky on Facebook. Maybe one day I'll make a damn web page. I still have the <laughs> domain. I really really. I have the domain. I just can't pay. Really I, I don't want to pay 20 bucks a month for Squarespace. I hear you. You're not giving me no money, Squarespace. I'll, I'll do ads for you if you... It's like, scratch my back and I'll, I'll scratch yours too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love how you berate them and then ask them for money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Look, somebody on somebody you can tell he's worried if he knocked his girl up or not. <laughs> I'm big nervous right now. <laughs> it has to be what it is. Yeah. Alright man, let's get out of here. Alright. You know what to do. Kirk out. What? Hear what I say. We are the business today. Fuck shit is finished today. What? All T and J. We the new PB and J. We dropped the classic today. What? We did a tablet of asses today. The choice with the matches and ashes away. Hey. We dash away. Donna and Dixon, the pistol is blasting away. Doctors of death. Killing our patients of breath. We are the pain you can trust. Fuck it, it work. Up curses and slurs, smoking my brain in a mush. I became famous for blaming you, fuck. Maiming my way through the brush. There was no training or taming of me and my bra. Live like a man, but I'm animal raw. We are the murderers there. That with the jail and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some hurt and despair. Used to have powder to push. Now I smoke pounds of the push. Holy, I'm burning the bush. Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. Two runner over and out of this bitch.
on the ones who think I'm me. You think I'm lying, you right, see my teeth. Don't be no bore when I'm roaring for moves. Hunting's no fun when your prey doesn't move. I put a gun to a bunny like truth. Say something funny, your bunny go boom. You got a bevy of sheet, you could groove. We like to thank you for choosing our crew. And that's from the crew you can trust. Warranty plus for fucking shit up. We are the no gooders, do gooders, known to the dancers and dealers and doers of dust.